Hi everybody. Hello. Welcome back to Date Night at the Coffee Shop. Uh, I'm Bart. I'm Sam. And we're excited that you guys are joining us on our date night today. Um, we've got a pretty cool place we're going to talk about today um, and a, a pretty neat coffee company that we're featuring um, with our uh, with our coffee this episode. Uh, so for those of you that are new listeners, uh, what we do is we just kind of pick a random topic to talk about each episode. Um really just whatever we feel like talking about um, and we also try a new coffee at the beginning of each episode and kind of give our opinion and uh, some of the tasting notes things like that to help here's you here's the thing we do whatever we want basically I mean pretty much yeah pretty much <laughs> whatever we, we want um, but the theme here is we kind of stick with with trying some new coffee maybe helping you guys branch out um, into some 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 great coffee um, and maybe learn a little bit along the way yeah um, so today we're, we've got, like I said, we've got a pretty cool place to talk about today. We're talking about Canada, um, which I'm excited about. I've, I've never been, but I've always been interested there. I've, I've heard it's gorgeous mm-hmm. um, and just a lot of fun. I know several people that have been to Canada. We know people who are from there. Yeah, we do know people that are from there as well. Um, so one of these days we need to get up there to Canada. Um, we do and, know people who took their honeymoon there too, so. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, but um, one of these days we need to get up there. I'm, I'm really excited about that. But, um, so our topic today is Canada. Um, and our coffee today, we're trying a coffee from uh, a company called Bones Coffee. Yes. Um, if you've never heard of them, check them out. I believe their website's just bonescoffee.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got some really cool artwork on all of their stuff. Yes. I haven't tried any of their coffee until now yes this will be the first um, so time. this is the first of the bones coffee that i've have tried um and f- kind of fitting with our topic today it is it is uh bones coffee maple bacon um mm, it smells fantastic it does so full disclosure typically i'm not a big fan of flavored coffees we have tried flavored coffee on the on the podcast before we have specifically um, maple bacon and that one was not great it wasn't so great. So I've got higher hopes for this, though, with yeah. a, this being a much higher quality coffee. And this being whole bean. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, so this is Bones Coffee Maple Bacon Flavor. So let's go ahead and we'll take a sip of this. Yes. Always hot. So first, it does smell really good. It really does. And even when you get past, like, the flavoring, it smells like good coffee. So I'm hoping... That is good. Oh, that is. That's good. Yeah. It's 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 smooth. Really smooth. It's yeah. it seems more of almost like a medium roast. Mm-hmm. I don't it is. I don't think it is a medium roast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know I didn't see that on the bag. Um so yeah, it's 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 smooth. Nice. It's not it's not very bold. Um but yeah, that that it's got a good flavor to it. Yeah. It's it's not too overpowering. I do taste um, a little bit of the maple bacon, but I do I do taste it. My problem with a lot of flavored coffees, especially your cheaper flavored coffees, is that it's um, there's more like this chemically kind mm-hmm. of yeah. taste to it that that you that I don't taste in this at all, which is good. Yeah. Um, so I I actually like this a lot. I'm gonna give it a, a six. No, I'm gonna give it a seven. No, six, six and a half. 
Six and a half? Six and okay. a half. Okay, good. Make the difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll, I would probably give it a six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it a six and a um, half because it's not... Because I could, I could drink it with no creamer. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's it's a little bit more... It's it kind of seems more like definitely like a breakfast kind of coffee. Oh, for sure. Um, but like one of those, it's like the breakfast breakfast blends, like like Folgers or Maxwell, except good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no hate to Folgers or Maxwell. Just yeah, I'm just I mean just those like it's like those. It's cheap. really good, like um, standard, like just drinking coffee, like breakfast, like if you yeah 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 yeah. I really like it. It's 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 nice. And we did this in our coffee maker, our regular. Yeah, so it was whole bean, and it was uh, we just made this in our drip coffee maker pot. Yeah, um, I'm curious to see how it would be like if my rating would change if we did it in like pour over or even cold brew. But I don't. I don't think I would like it cold brew. I don't know if I would like it cold brew either, but I'm just um, curious if it would like how much it would change. Yeah, I mean it's worth a shot. Profile, so, um, but yeah, so. Uh, with this one, we actually got a sampler pack from Bones Coffee, so it came with five different ones, mm-hmm. um, which I think we'll probably try some of the other ones on the show as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this so this one was the Bones Coffee uh, Maple Bacon. Very good. Highly recommend it. Definitely. Um, so let's go ahead and move into our topic today. So again, we're talking about Canada, um, just really the country as a whole yes um, i got of, lots of some of the facts. history some some random facts and um some stuff that comes from canada yeah yeah um so yeah let's go ahead and tell me tell me about this place okay so in our one neighbors of our, to the north yes so in one of our previous episodes we mentioned leaf erickson um and how in the year 1000 uh he founded vinland right so this was from our ocean episode right yes mm-hmm yeah. Okay. Um, so later the Vikings did establish a colony in North America, but they, they abandoned it because of conflict with the natives. And we know what that means. Basically, the indigenous peoples were having none of the Norse people's crap. Right. So this was actually the actual discovery of the North, new world yeah. of the American continents. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and again, not... Um, Christopher Columbus. Yes, correct. Um, but so it was actually Leif Erikson... Um, in 1000 AD, right? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so there are, were a few exploratory missions, but no permanent European settlements were made in Canada until the early 17th century. So that's pretty interesting. Like That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people came over and were like, hey, what, what's up? But nobody really stayed. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 1604, a Frenchman named Samuel de Champlain founded Port Royal in Acadia, which is in Nova Scotia. So that was kind of the first settlement. The first European mm-hmm. settlement. Yeah. Um, and then in 1608, Champlain founded Quebec. Quebec. Quebec, whatever, however you say Quebec. it. Quebec. Quebec. Um, in 1642, the French founded Montreal, and it was called New France. Hmm. So as it stands, like right at, during this time in history, there is a bunch of French people here. Right. Okay. In Canada. All right. Now, um, in the early uh, 17th century, French missionaries attempted to convert the natives of Canada to Christianity. 
without much success. So meanwhile, the French settlers uh, traded with the natives for furs and farmland, um, or and they farmed the land. Unfortunately, much like here, they also brought European diseases like smallpox, uh, to which the native had no resistance. So pretty basic standard stuff similar to in the U.S. Right. Um, in 1629, the English captured Quebec. However, it was returned to France in 1632. During the Seven Years' War, Britain and France fought for control of Canada. Finally, in 1763, the French were forced to surrender all of their territories in Canada to Britain by the Treaty of Paris. Okay, so I'll be honest. I don't really remember going over the Seven Years' War in school, so I had no idea that it was basically them just fighting over Canada. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems a little... Yeah. Boring. Well, <laughs> not... As wars go. Well, well, yeah, we'll kind of get to why Canada's a pretty cool place in just a little bit. Uh, by 1775, Canada had a population of about 90,000. The colony was flourishing. Uh, when the American Revolution began in 1775, the Americans hoped that uh, the French Canadians would join them. However, they were very much disappointed. An American army entered Canada in September of 1775 and captured Montreal in November. However, mm-hmm. <laughs> an attempt to capture Quebec uh, in December failed and the American soldiers retreated in 1776. Hmm. Yeah, so we were kind of like, hey, we're going to we're going to take some of this too. Yeah, and we then, held on there for, for a little over a year, mm-hmm. so. And then we we're like, no, n- never mind. gave up, come back. Yeah. <laughs> It's too um, cold up there. Yeah. So in so after the Revolutionary War, about 40,000 Americans who re- remained uh, loyal to Britain migrated from the newly independent country to Canada. Okay. So this was, you said this was after the war? Mm-hmm. Uh, so after the Revolution, so the people that were still loyal to Britain, they realized that they weren't really going to be welcome here, I, I guess. And, yeah. And decided to... to uh, Flee. Mm-hmm. Flee north. Yep. Okay. Uh, Canada gained democratic government in 1867 when Ontario, Quebec, Nova Scotia, and New Brunswick were federated as the Dominion of Canada. Canada then had a strong central government which ruled from Ottawa, the new capital. The first prime minister of Canada was Sir John Macdonald. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manitoba was made a province in 1870. British Columbia joined the Confederation in 1871. Alberta and Saskatchewan joined in 1905. So, and we'll go over like how Canada is divided in a little bit. Um, yeah, because it, it's always kind of confused me a little bit about how how it's actually structured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll go over that in just a little bit. Um, in the late 19th century and the early 20th century, the population of Canada grew rapidly. The Canadian economy also expanded rapidly, helped by the spread of railways. A transcontinental railway, the Canadian Pacific Railway, was completed in 1885. Okay, so that was, uh, I guess, just a little bit after the, the transcontinental railroad here. Here, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, many Brit- let's see, many Britons migrated to Canada in the early 20th century. Many Eastern Europeans also migrated as well. Um, vast areas of land were turned over to farming and manufacturing industries, and they boomed. So it's kind of like there were there. It's almost like um, oh, what's it called? What did we do here with the West? Great. Um, the uh, Louisiana Purchase. No, 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 no. Like. 
manifest destiny, that kind of stuff. Oh. It's like, it's almost like, oh, yeah, like, it's our, we gotta get this stuff and all if that kind of stuff. If you can take it, you got it. Yeah. Um, so, meanwhile, in 1896, gold was found in the Klondike district of the Yukon, and a gold rush ensued. So, this is why people hmm. were kind of like, oh. Right. Like, let's let's take it. Let's, let's, let's have it. There. Yeah. Um, more than 60,000 Canadian men died in the First World War, meaning that, Mani- or meanwhile, Manitoba was the first province of Canada to allow women to vote in provincial elections in 1916. Hmm. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. Um, women in Canada were given the right to vote in the federal election in 1918, so still not far after. No. Um, by 1925, all provinces except Quebec had granted women the right to vote in the provincial elections. Quebec finally gave women that right in 1940, which oh, come on, 20 Quebec. years later, like, come on. Get with the times. I know. Um, the 1920s were, in general, very prosperous for Canada. Um, however, uh, like the rest of the world, Canada suffered from the suffered in the Depression. Suffered from depression. Um, in the 1930s. So Canada suffered a huge drop in exports of timber, grain, and fish. By 1933, unemployment had soared to 23%. The government, wow. yeah, the government introduced relief works, but um, economic hardships continued throughout the 30s. The Depression only ended when the Second World War began in 1939. However, during World War II, uh, 45,000 Canadians were killed. Hunt. So it was like a really bad trade-off. It's like the Depression's over, but lots of your people. But, okay, so, I mean, maybe it's a little dark, but... I wonder if maybe that had something to do with it ending the depression. That now there's maybe. not so many much people, strain on the economy. There's not so there's many not people so many fighting pe- for the resources. Right, yeah. and mm-hmm. there's, you know, twenty three percent of people are unemployed anyway. So now yeah. there's like jobs are open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's very that very well could be part of it. Um, in the late twentieth century, the population of Canada grew rapidly again. In the in nineteen fifty one, it was sixteen million. Wow. By 1961, it had raised to 18 million. After um, 1945, people from the southern and east southern and eastern Europe flocked to live in Canada. Hmm. Yeah, so, I never really heard about it being like such a coveted place to live before. I want to live there. But. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> I just never realized like so many people like like you, as you said flocked mm-hmm. to Canada. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, during the 50s and 60s, the Canadian economy boomed and Canada became an affluent society. Uh, meanwhile, television began in Canada in 1952. However, things turned sour in the 70s. Um, and in the early 1980s, Canada suffered a deep recession and unemployment rose to 11%. There was another recession in the early 1990s, but as we know, Canada has recovered. Um, Good to know. Yeah. In 1995, the people of Quebec voted in a referendum not to secede from Canada. Then in 1999, uh, Northwest Territories was divided into two, and a new territory called Nunavut was created. So hold up. So you say in 1995, Quebec voted not to secede from Canada. So there was a vote for them to secede. Mm -hmm. Just, geez, what is that? 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'd never heard anything about that. Yeah. I hadn't either. It's so interesting. Um, <clears throat> in 1993, Kim Campbell became the first woman prime minister of Canada. 
Um, like other countries, Canada suffered in the recession of 2009. However, Canada soon recovered. In April of 2012, unemployment in Canada stood at 8.1%. Um, by September of 2013, it had fallen to 6.9%. Today, Canada is a prosperous country and it has, a vast, na- ha- uh, has vast natural resources. In 2018, the population of Canada was 37 million. Wow. Right? That's pretty good. So that's kind of like a brief history of Canada up to now. Right. So I want to I want to touch a little bit on. Um, I was curious when you said that Kim Campbell um, in 1993 became the first woman prime minister of Canada. Uh, of Canada. Um, so I was just kind of wondering how that plays into kind of the rest of the world. Like who was the first female prime female minister prime ever? Minister. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not her. Um, it was actually someone called Bandarenike. Um, in 1960, and she was the, um... Where was she, the Prime Minister? Um, actually, it doesn't say. Let's see. Let's find out. Prime Minister Three Oh, Sri Lanka? Sri Lanka. Yes, that's cool. That's interesting. Nice. But, yeah, okay. So, her name is Siri Mavo? Like, that's her first name? Uh, I I think that's what it said. That's really cool. And when was that? 60? 1960. Dang. Okay. So Canada was a little bit behind that time, but okay. All right. So you want to get into some geography and governmental facts? Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about how it's divided and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. So there are different regional models of how the country is broken up. Uh, According to Wikipedia, there's a few different kinds, like a few different ways that you can break it up. Um, so there are 10 provinces and three territories. The provinces are Ontario, Quebec, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Manitoba, British Columbia, Prince Edward Island, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and Newfoundland and Labrador. The Newfoundland and Labrador is one. What? That's one? Correct. One territory. One province. Why is it Newfoundland and Labrador? I don't know. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. Um, the three territories are Northwest Territories, Yukon, and Nunavut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's kind of not very creative. <laughs> Northwest Territories, that's yeah. the name of their territory? So, apparently, like I said, like if you go to Wikipedia, there's a chart, and apparently the Northwest Territories are divided up into, like, you can label them by like their provinces that are like located in those territories and like there are like a few different models of how you can break Canada up but this is the most commonly known okay yeah um and it would kind of be like it um it's almost you would say when you say like oh where are you from you would say like Ontario Quebec Nova Scotia like that kind of stuff right and then like the city does that make sense so you wouldn't say I'm from Northwest right yeah exactly (laughs) I'm from Northwest Territory (laughs) yeah I'm from none of it um, you would just, it would, it's kind of, that would be like, say... I mean, at least that's a name. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't understand that. I don't understand that either. Like, why it's just called the Northwest Territory. Right. Or, yeah. Uh, okay. So, Canada is the second largest country in the world after Russia by landmass. Okay. I, I was actually thinking I'd heard that it was the largest, but I, I guess that does make sense, though, because Russia is huge mm-hmm. so it has a total area of 9.9 million square kilometers and touches the pacific arctic and atlantic oceans wow 
That's so cool. Uh, Canada has the longest coastline in the world at 151,019 miles long. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, do you know what side that's on? If that's I think the it's east total. or the west side? I think it's total. Oh, like, like all the way around? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it, like, there's like an equation that you can do, and it, it takes like 12 days. I don't know. It's really, I mean, it's basically the longest in the world. It, like it says, it's nuts. Hmm. Um, three Canadian islands are among the top 10 biggest islands in the world. They are Baffin Islands, Victoria Island, and Ellesmere Island. Okay. I've never heard of any of those. Me either. But... Uh, more than half of all of the lakes in, in the world are located in Canada. Really? The, uh-huh. The country also has two of the biggest lakes in the world, Great Bear Lake and Great Slav Lake. That's crazy. More than half of all the lakes in the world are in Canada. Right? That's, I mean, I knew it was like a lot of lakes, but I didn't realize it was that much. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Um... Canada is a parliamentary democracy headed by a prime minister. However, it is also a constitutional monarchy with executive authority vested in the queen. This means that the queen is the head of the state, while the prime minister is the head of the government. So, if he's the head of the government, but she's the head of the state. What's that really? What's that really mean? <laughs> so, a parliamentary democracy has three parts: the sovereign the Senate, and the House of Commons. Okay. So, she still gets a say. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Okay. Essentially, she does. Um, so, meanwhile, the government has three levels. Federal, provincial, and municipal. The federal government is based in Ottawa and is headed by the Prime Minister. Provincial and territorial governments are headed by premiers, while municipal governments are led by mayors. Okay. hmm So, premiers would be kind of like the governors. Of those provinces. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then mayors would be... Mayors. Mayors. Yeah. Um, and so I'm assuming that the prime minister would be over, like, the Senate and the Commons, right? I'm a, That's what I'm assuming. Uh, I'm not sure. Somebody from Canada, correct me. Um, Canada has strict electoral funding laws that ban corporations and unions from contributing to political parties or candidates. However, when a candidate party meets a threshold level of voter support, it receives public campaign funds amounting to about $1.75 per vote. Okay, so... How cool is that? That does sound pretty cool. That's a good way to keep money from dominating the election. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I kind of like that. Right? How cool is that? I'm curious about this public campaign fund, though. So, once they meet a certain threshold, where does where does this campaign fund come from? Probably. From the government. Mm-hmm. And and what's that based on? Uh, what do you? What's what based on? Based on voter support, mm-hmm. like. But this was before the vote, technically, right? I wonder if they have more measuring proceed. Like I want because like more you like know, primary kind of deals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I'm imagining. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Canadians elect their members of parliament and peace. Like Americans elect their representatives, um, on the first past the post system. That means that the candidate with the most votes, even if they lack a majority of all votes cast, they win the right to represent that, uh, area in parliament. Right. Okay. So it's not really... There's, there's not like a threshold you have to get. You just have to have more than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Whoever's yeah. running. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so Canada's Parliament has two chambers, the House of Commons, where MPs sit, and the Senate. Senators are appointed by the Prime Minister. Oh, this makes sense. Okay. And are not subject to popular elections. The House of Commons is the focal point of the Canadian political pro- uh, process since the Senate rarely introduces or interferes with legislation. Okay. So I would assume that Senate is almost like House it, of Lords. Yeah, that's actually, I was just Britain. about to bring that up, that it sounds a lot like the the British um, Parliament where they've got it divided into the House of Lords and the House of Commons. Yeah, well. okay. So. That's pretty cool. So that's their government. Are you ready for some flag facts? Yeah. Fun with flags. Let's let's talk about it. Okay. Um, Dr. George Stanley, a professor at Royal Military College in Kingston, Ontario, came up with the red uh, maple, red and maple leaf design. So it was, and I think, and they did like a, um, a uh, public thing where they're kind of like, oh, hey, like design our new flag for us. And then like the, everybody came in and then like they voted for it and all that kind of stuff. Um, so this was like a Bodie McBoatface kind of deal. Yep, this was a Bodie McBoatface kind of deal. So the leaf one. Yep. Uh, the Canadian flag is twice as long as it is wide. No other national flag has those dimensions. Really? Yeah, how cool. I, huh. I never, I never noticed that it was shaped different than other flags. I wonder if that comes into, like, if that's an issue whenever, like, you have... Like, multi... yeah. Yeah. Like more countries. This is like the Olympics. Like the Olympi- yeah, Olympics yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know. Because it's like you got to fit everybody's flag on there, but Canada's over here like, ooh, look at me, I'm special. You know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they can't be the only one that like their flag has specific... Um, Dimensions? Yeah. So, I it. I mean, I guess organizations like that, they probably just... Make it Make work. it fit. <laughs> and then the countries have to deal with it. That's yeah. probably part of their agreement or whatever. Maybe. Every province and territory. Which, in, sorry to interrupt, but that's probably why we've never noticed it before. Oh yeah, is because that's true. it just gets it just gets changed. Yeah, you just make it work. Yeah, no problem. Um, so every province and territory in Canada has its own flag. Really? How cool is that? It's kind of like the state flags here. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Um, the Canadian flag. The colors are meant to symbolize hope and prosperity, as well as peace, tranquility, and neutrality. The maple leaf design represents the cultural heritage of the nation and the cultural resources, or the natural resources of Canada. But mostly maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> um, vexillologists, who are flag experts. I've never heard that term before. Me either. Isn't that cool? Um, that, that Sheldon Cooper, would he be a vexillologist? Yes. Um, so they often cite the national flag of Canada as one of the world's most beautiful based on its simple design and limited number of colors. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with them. I it's, wouldn't it's either. A, it's, I like it. It's a it. good looking flag. I mean, it, it is um, simple, elegant, mm-hmm. and it's recognizable for sure. I love it. Um, yeah, I like I Canada, please take I me. I take agree. me as one of your people. Okay, so that leads me into my next thing, maple facts. You ready for this? Yes. Okay, so the maple industry thrives in Canada primarily because the climate in early spring is perfect for tree tapping. Harvesting usually takes place when the temperatures at night dip below freezing and rise to a few degrees above zero several days in a row. So a few degrees above zero being zero degrees Celsius, right? I would assume. Okay. I would assume. Which would be 
just above freezing. Correct. Um, so these fluctuating temperatures create pressure within the maple trees, causing the sap to flow downward during the day so that um, a tree tapped near its base will release its sap. Huh. Interesting. Hashtag Never, science. I was always kind of wondering how that, that worked. So it, so it builds up pressure from it freezing. Freezing and, and then thawing. Okay. That's, that's really cool. I love I, that. I would love to see this in action like see somebody actually like tap, tap a, a tree. tree yes that would be crazy that's so cool uh, much of the maple sap that gets harvested is actually just water its sugar content is only about two percent um that harvested sap gets collected and brought to a processing area where it's boiled down until it reaches about 66 to 67 percent sugar content resulting in the maple syrup we know and love Huh, that's interesting. So it's not just like straight out of the tree and then that's it. Right. It's, it's actually mostly water. Mm-hmm. And then it's boiled huh. down too. i got to reduce it down. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I just always assumed it was more like, just, it, at least when you get like the, the pure maple syrup, I just always assumed it was like. You just drink it straight out It just out of came tree. out of a tree and then they like maybe filtered it or something. <laughs> um, I do wonder if that would be good though. Like, I mean, it would be mostly water, but so it wouldn't be very sweet. But I wonder if that would be like okay to eat. I mean, probably, but like you said, it wouldn't be very sweet, and it would also be very, like, runny. Yeah, true. Good point. Um, It takes almost 40 liters of raw maple sap to make a single liter of maple syrup. Oh, wow. So they do reduce it down quite Quite a a bit. Quite a bit, mm-hmm. Um, Canada produces almost 80% of the, of the maple products supplied worldwide, and maple exports are valued at a whopping... Three hundred and eighty-one million. I mean, that kind of makes sense considering that, that seems that's low. 80, I mean, in my opinion, are you talking about the money-wise? <laughs> yes, that seems low. Yeah, a little bit. I um, love maple syrup, but that's—I never really thought about it. I guess I just always knew, like, oh yeah, Canada's like famous if, for their maple syrup. But so eighty percent of the world's maple syrup comes from Canada. Maple that's, products. Maple products in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wonder if the flavoring for this coffee came from Canada. Probably. That's interesting. So they, I cool. mean, I'm sure they probably just use maple syrup to do it. Um, in 20, or 2017 was a record-breaking year for maple syrup in Canada with over 12.5 million gallons of maple syrup and the total value of maple products rising to $493.7 million. Wow. That's nuts. That is nuts. Um, although there are strong maple production industries in Ontario, British Columbia, and some of the eastern provinces, the overwhelming majority of maple, 90% of it at the moment, comes from Quebec. Really? Yeah. Wow. So even... In Canada. Of that 80% that goes out to the world, 90% of that is solely from Quebec. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Now, this next one is pretty fascinating. Quebec also houses the Global Strategic Maple Syrup Reserve. This place sounds amazing. Yep. It is a collection of warehouses that have stockpiled over 100 million pounds of maple syrup. Wow. The reserve, earn, the reserve earned a certain level of international notoriety due to the maple syrup heist of 2012, <laughs> during which 6 million pounds of syrup were stealthily siphoned off and smuggled away. Okay, so there was, and it was called this, a maple syrup heist. Yes. And I never heard about it. I'm kind of upset about that I want a movie about this. 
I yeah, need a movie about this. That sounds amazing. Seth Rogen to star. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he'd probably have to. It the, would have to be a little how bit cool, more How cool, but humorous. like, the bigger thing as the whole is that like, there is a maple reserve. Like, we've got a reserve, well not we. They have a reserve of maple syrup. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that it makes sense that they would. I'm just really more shocked about this heist deal. <laughs> um, so someone found it necessary to smuggle to smuggle out six. What is it? Six million pounds of maple syrup. That had to be an inside job. Six yeah. million pounds you, you of it. To. Like that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, unless they like, I mean, I guess they transport it in like a, um, like they do gasoline, right? Like tanker trucks. Yeah, I would assume that's how it's transported. Um, okay, moving on. Canadian grade A maple syrup has four potential classifications, each associated with a particular color and shade. Syrup can be classified as one of the following. Golden, delicate taste, amber, rich taste, dark, robust taste, or very dark, strong taste. Hmm. How cool. That's so I'd cool. I kind of want to try some of those. Right? Like, can I can I be a maple syrup connoisseur? Is that a thing? Yeah, I, w- I would like to do this very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sign me up, please. Um, table syrup, sometimes called pancake syrup or breakfast syrup, is easily confused with maple syrup. It's actually not, but okay. Um, it has a much cheaper price tag, but do not be fooled. This product is made from flavored high fructose corn syrup and is dramatically milder in flavor. Right, so we recently made the switch from like your table syrup. table syrup or pancake syrup or whatever to actual pure maple, maple syrup. syrup. And I've got to say, that difference is amazing. Yes, so I would highly recommend it. Definitely make, I mean, it, it is more expensive, but it's really good. So good. It's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah. It tastes much better. Okay, so some other facts that I've got here are that hockey is a national winter sport of Canada, but lacrosse is its national summer sport. Huh. That's interesting. Honestly, I've just figured they played hockey year-round. Year-round, right? I know. Um, that, also, is, that is regionist. I'm a little upset that um, curling is not <laughs> the national winter sport. That's because, because that's probably the greatest sport known to man well do you want to know why yes it's because curling is dumb that is false (laughs) curling is amazing and it's the best olympic sport there is curling is just brooms and and rocks brooms and rocks like that is the lamest sport ever and ice and rings i don't know how that makes that any better i'm just saying you just gotta watch it i i choose to disagree that i think curling is lame and I'm proud that Canada is uh, not associated with it. <laughs> missing out. Okay, so the next thing is Canada is the world leader in uranium mining. Uh, uranium is used in nuclear power plants for producing electricity. That's crazy. I didn't. Right. So they are a leader in in the mining of uranium. So so they I assume they use it a lot then. I would assume so. Yeah. We should. I mean. Why don't we have more nuclear power here? Um, it has something to do with uh, the government and, like, presidential promises of, like, we're not going to do clean energy, blah, 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 like that kind of stuff. It's because it's dangerous and, like... Big coal. Well, it, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that the nuclear reactor in Soviet Union exploding 
had a lot to do with us being all like, hey. Canada didn't didn't care. Well. Canada was like, no, nah, we ain't scared. So <laughs> they just kept on going. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we should just man up like Canada and maybe. Just, just keep going. Maybe. It's a lot more sustainable. Is it? I mean, yeah. Birth defects aside. I mean, as long as you like, <laughs> as long as you're take safe, the precautions. precautions. Yeah. Okay. Canada is the second largest oil reserve holder after Saudi Arabia. Canada has it going huh. on. Well, I mean, they're the second largest landmass landmass in the world. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying they've got it going on. And I mean, if they yeah, wanted got to lot. like adopt us, I might be okay with that. I know that's kind of treasonous to speak. I love America. America. Anyways, um, I'm just saying, Canada's really cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And, like, underrated, I feel like. I like Canada, after reading all these facts. Canada is the second biggest producer of hydroelectric power after China. So, they just have all kinds of power resources. They've got oil. They've got hydroelectric. They've got nuclear. Like, they got all kinds of stuff. they got maple. I know. They've got... Could you harness maple syrup to use as a source of electricity or power? Um... Probably if you got, like, a bunch of ADD kids on a wheel. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, so the largest non-polar ice field in the world can be found in the St. Um, Elias Mountains, Yukon Territory. It covers an area of <clears throat> 40,570 square kilometers, um, which are located in... Canada and the remainder being in Alaska. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Sorry, I'm reading this wrong. So it covers an area of 40,570. Right, so this, this particular ice field is mm-hmm. 40,570 square kilometers and 16,900 16, of those are located in, in Canada. Canada. Yeah. And the rest are in. So most of it's actually in Alaska. Yeah. That's cool, though. Like the non polar ice field. I want to see that. Canada has six time zones. Six? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the longest highway in the world is the Trans-Canada Highway, which is over 4,725 miles in length. Wow. Canada's literacy rate is over 99%. Um, so, what's ours? I don't know, I'm, but I... I'm not hopeful that it's that <laughs> close to that. <laughs> I don't know. United States literacy rate. Let's find out. Um, it says actually that we have 99%. Is So it refers to the percentage of people aged 15 or older who can read and write. I mean, that seems like a pretty generous scale yeah. there. But okay. So I guess we're on par. Huh, that's surprising. Um, the Canadian motto is from sea to sea. Hmm. I've never heard of that. But, but it's... It is, it's in French, and I didn't include the French because I can't speak French. Okay. So, um, cheddar is the most popular cheese in Canada. On average, Canadians consume 23.4 pounds per person annually. I love Canada. I just think it's a little boring that cheddar is the most popular cheese. I love Canada so much. Like, there are so so much better cheeses. <sighs> there really is. But I wonder how much of this is 
contributed to Poutine? I don't know. You know what I mean? Good question. Um, I don't know if they use cheddar, though, for that. I don't either. No clue. Um, Let's see. The Maritimes are famous for their desserts, try blueberry, grunt, and the raspberry buckle. That's like a donut, I think, donut place. Okay. What are the Maritimes? The Maritimes are famous for their desserts. Maybe that's a place. I don't know. Google Google is weird. Okay. Um, so there are more donut shops in Canada per capita than any other country. That seems strange. I never really, really, never really heard that donuts were so closely associated with Canada. Okay. Um, Canadian bacon probably got that name um, because in the mid 1800s there was a shortage of pork in the UK and they imported meat from Canada. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Each Canadian eats an average of 190 eggs per year. That seems like a really weird fact. I know. I love it. Um, Canadians drink more fruit juice per capita than any other country. Interesting. How cool are these facts? Like, I... I, Why? I don't know. I don't know. Huh. So those are my facts. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, some of that was pretty interesting. Some of this is just really weird. I know. Um, but, so let's let's go on I to... I as many facts as possible, and I'm not held liable for how accurate these are, because Google is... Well, this is true. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to kind of some of the things that come from Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, let's talk about some movies and TV that comes from Canada. I know or you Or that love... was filmed in Canada. Yeah. I know you love your, your movies and TV. Okay. Yes. So, Titanic. Okay. Hmm. Didn't realize that. Filmed in Canada. Twilight. Never really cared, but I guess that's cool. Blades of Glory. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. I guess it makes sense that it's filmed in Canada. Ice. Right. Uh, The Incredible Hulk. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Never realized that. Brokeback Mountain. I mean, okay. Taking Lives, which you still have yet to watch. It's a good movie. Mm. Oh my gosh. I'm going to get you to watch it one of these days. Suicide Squad. Huh. Interesting. That's cool. Yep. Um, Fantastic Four. Meh. Blade. Okay. You got me there. That yeah. one's a good one. <laughs> Anne of Green Gables. I mean, Don't. it's not really a surprise. No, it's really not. I mean, it's it's literally like set in a Canadian yes. province. Yes. Absolutely. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Inception. Okay. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past. That seems... That's unexpected to me. Yep, me too. Shit's Creek. So funny. I haven't so seen that funny. show. I've seen some ads for it and it looks pretty good. So good. I didn't realize it was filmed in Canada. These, uh, these last few are for you. Arrow. Good show. Smallville. Also a good show. The Flash. Okay. I'm just going to repeat myself. It's All, all the, those are great shows. <laughs> and, um, the, and I didn't realize they were all filmed in Canada. Yeah. The last one is for me. X-Files. Also a great show. Yes. So these were filmed in Canada. That's cool. Um, so let's tell me who, how many, let's, let's talk about some uh, famous people from Canada. Okay. So this is not everybody, but this is like... A good... Just some of the high points. Yeah. Okay. Or Jim... really that just interests us. Right. Jim Carrey. I knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen. I did not know that. I did. 
I was like, heck yeah. I was like, it was really cool. Mike Myers. Huh. I never really realized it, but interesting. Tommy Chong. I didn't know that. So Tommy Chong, that's surprising. Well, considering the amount of weed that he smokes, not really. I mean, (laughs) I don't see what that has to do with it. Well, because it's legal. Well... You know. Yeah, but they're not, like, known for it. That's so. true. That's a good point. Um, isn't he more like... Isn't he, like, Hispanic? I figured he would have been more from, like... California? Yeah. Yeah, no clue. But, nope. Tommy Chong is from Canada. That's interesting. Robbie and Stephen Armel. Amel. Amel. Whatever. Um, that I, fr- Those dudes from that nerd show you like. I knew that. So, yeah, Stephen Amel is from Arrow. He was um, Tommy... Or, not Tommy. Um, he was Oliver Queen. Yeah. Um, who is the Green Arrow. Um, and Robbie, his brother. His, his brother's in several other shows and movies, too. Um, Neve Campbell is from Canada. Oh, so that's that's the main girl from Scream, right? Yep. Like, the, the, the whose who's mom mm-hmm. got killed, and so yep. she's, like, the focus. Yep. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that uh, before I did this research. Nathan Fillion, which... I love Nathan Fillion. Which, that, that tracks, because he seems like the sweetest person on the planet. Yeah, he is, does seem like such a super nice guy. So, that tracks. Um, yeah, that does make sense. That he would be Canadian. Next person, Victor Gerber. I don't really know who that is. That's the dad from Alias. The dad from Alias. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. That's all I know In him that, from. Um, I saw him, and I was like, oh, yeah. I think I know who that is. You do know who that yes, is. Yes, Garber. Victor Garber. Oh, I. Oh yeah, I have. Um. Yes. Okay. So this guy was actually in the um, the the Arrow and the Flash as well. Oh, didn't know that. Um, Avril Lavigne. I knew that. I didn't. Uh, Colin Mockery. I knew that. Who's that? <gasps> Shut your mouth. Who's Google that? him. You know who this is. I am so disappointed in you. Oh, oh, okay. So Colin from um, whose line is it? Anyway, I don't so, actually remember ever hearing his last name. I am so disappointed in you. Moving on, Sandra O oh is from Canada. Sandra O, oh, isn't that Oprah's friend? No. Who is that? Oh my goodness, she um, is from Grey's Anatomy, but more recently she's been on Killing Eve, the show I like. Oh. Okay. I like her. Oh, my goodness. Christopher Plummer. Oh, you know who this is. Yeah, I know who Christopher okay. Plummer is. Okay, all right, good. I didn't realize he was Canadian. Yeah, Anna Paquin. Uh, I did know that. Uh, Leonard Cohen. Hmm. I didn't oh. realize he was Canadian. Um, let's see. I know. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm just trying to remember what he, what I know. I know the name. He's the dude that sang. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a songwriter. Yep. Okay. Um, Ellen Page. Uh, I think I heard that. Yeah. Um, Matthew Perry. I did not know that. That's interesting. I like that. That's pretty cool. That tracks. Yeah. Um, Evangeline Lilly. Who is that? Um, she's the, she's the Wasp from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, that is correct. Um, she was also in, um... Uh, the Hobbit movies. <gasps> yes, she was. Yeah, I forgot she about was that. The elf oh, yes. Um, she's really cool. I like her. Yes. But so yeah, those are famous people. So from those Canada. are our people, um, and that really is about all that we've got um, on Canada. Again, I mean, there is probably a lot more to talk about. I'm sure. But again, this hour. I did not do a lot of fact checking on this, 
So if I'm wrong, somebody from Canada, please tell me. I mean, yeah, that's that's fine. But yeah. Um, How cool is this? This is definitely interesting. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was cool. Again, our coffee today was Bones Coffee Maple Bacon. Um, Yeah, and if Canada, you decide that you want to like reach out to us and be like, hey, come to Canada so we can school you and educate you on how wrong you are about our place, then cool, we'll go. (laughs) We'll go. But anyways, um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I enjoyed talking about it. Um, if you guys have any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear us talk about um, or coffees for us to try, you can always send those to us at datenightcoffeeshop at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, again, just hope you guys enjoyed that. Um And thank you guys so much for joining us tonight on our date night. Uh, Again, I'm Bart. I'm Sam. And we hope you guys uh, just come back, listen to us again. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.